The views expressed on the following program of those of its hosts and participants in no way reflect those of the staff or management of WNRI. The pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. You're listening to The John DePietro Program. Weekdays, we start at 11. Hope you enjoyed. Last hour, I apologize, folks. We had a um, little bit of a technical problem. It was on my end. And uh, the great Jeff Camacho straightened it out for us. But this portion of the program, folks, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials <coughs> Excuse me, and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. There they are located, folks. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. This is a terrific time. Straw, corn stalks, uh, carving pumpkins, gourds. Large and small, full uh, full arrangements and crafts, and mums and kale are ready to go. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. So, folks, we have a great program. I want to say good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. There's uh, Megan and Ava and uh, everyone. That's exactly right, folks. Uh, Tomorrow night, of course, is the big debate. I want to thank everyone that came out to the big, um, again, everyone on Facebook. Please click the like button. Do a thumbs up. Share that you are watching. And I will be referencing many of the people. There's Tracy. Hola, Juan. That's right. And Ryan. There's Marie. I want to thank everyone that came out to the uh, Trump rally on Saturday. Show your support for Trump at the Rhode Island State House. And, folks, I also want to address, you know, there's several different elements to that. First of all, you know, I, I just come from a different uh, – it was terrific, folks. Now, you know, I, I it's a rally, and the protesters that showed up, the anti-police, Antifa protesters that showed up were outmatched and outmanned because of Blue Lives Matter, because of Back the Blue, I should say. Uh, law enforcement did a great job on Saturday. Notice the the media didn't cover that part of it. They didn't show the filthy language of the protesters. They didn't show the brave individuals that stepped forward and basically stood them down. That The protesters weren't used to someone standing up to them. But it's time for other people to start doing that. Now, as many of you know, you know, I cover them. They don't like my coverage. They uh, target me from time. And um, but it, it was just terrific. The police weren't going to have it. They were trying to say that's public property of right. And the police sent them on their way. Now, Antifa, from what we understand, Antifa has set up a Rhode Island Providence, Rhode Island branch. Uh, someone was telling Providence it's PAC, P-A-C, Providence Antifa chapter. So they're here. They're very aggressive. They're going to continue to be very aggressive. Folks, we have to stop. We have to, uh, you got to stand up to them. Now, I'll tell you what frauds and snowflakes they, they actually are. Is those of you that are at the rally, you know, these people have been going berserk online because it's a, it's a rally. You give, you know, they call it red meat type lines. You play to the crowd. You have fun. That was fun. You saw flags. You saw people that like the country, that love the country. You saw people that want to back and support the police. Obviously, people that want to support President Trump. And they were so upset. I made one joke, and they're trying to say that I was instigating violence, and I'm talking about hurting people. And I want to remind the protesters, and some of them, you know, folks, they monitor the program. They monitor the Facebook page. They monitor all of my um, my different social media elements, but I, I want to um, I want to remind people, you know, what's so comical is I, I could play it for you. I played. I thought it was a good line. Uh, it was an old joke about, you know, anyway, them going on the highway. But I, I just want to be very clear. <coughs> These are the same people. Here's what just babies they are. I don't know what other words I can use. They're immature crybabies. They're just so inf- infantile. Now they're sensitive. That's right. These are people that walk around. Preaching and chanting to kill the cops. Kill the cops. (laughs) And I tell one joke, one joke that I think was a decent joke, that if one of the protests, first of all, think how dangerous it is to run on the highway. And the other part of the story that the media didn't really get into is, again, I was there Wednesday night. A lot of those kids are young. The protesters were saying, you know, how dare the state police 
pepper spray and use tear gas and pepper spray on teenagers. That's what the protesters were saying. But what they don't get into is who would thank you, friend. It was a great job. Who I, I'm, I'm tempted to play it, but who would who would there should be responsibility and accountability if you are encouraging. One of the kids that was at the rally, I saw him. I know who he is. I've seen what I saw when he was arrested uh, months ago. I think he's 15 years old, 15 or 16 years old. One of the TV stations interviewed him and an act about, you know, being a teen activist and all this other stuff. They don't even mention the fact he was arrested for punching police. But who encourages teens to run on the highway? Now, if this is a rally... And you have adults that decide to do it. Now, first of all, let's just be very clear. I think it's very dangerous. I mean, I I get the protesting. As many of you know, I go, I cover it. When you start to get onto the highway, you know, a lot. I don't know about every month, but pretty much once a month. If you really follow the police logs, there's someone, someone killed on the highway. And there are people that are just changing a tire on the highway where someone goes creaming into them. And there are people... That walk on the highway and then they, they're hit and killed. If you have a vehicle that is traveling 60, 70 miles an hour, I think we know what the outcome is going to be if they're of a struck. My point is, it's one thing. It's one thing if an adult decides I want to run on the highway to protest. That's one thing. But when you're encouraging teens, when you're saying to children, children, 16, 17 years old, come on. We're going on the highway. I, I, I think, again, notice, folks, the media doesn't call them out on it. Uncle Atheist wrote, one member of the media said he would lose his job if he came, a fair cameraman came onto the highway. Why were they encouraging him to come on the highway? So they were saying, come film us. No, I can't. I'm going to get fired. Really? Why didn't Channel 12? I think it was Channel 12. Why didn't the report? Why didn't they report that? Why didn't they report that the protesters were encouraging their photographer to come on the highway and film them? Why is that left out? Now, they named me in a press release on Friday. Name me by name. He is the next target. I posted it on Facebook. By name, and no one reports on that. They were all upset that a protester kicked a camera on Friday night. That the, and the reporters, the photographer is a great guy from Channel 6. But he had it resting on the ground and a protester went over and kicked it. Why are they surprised at that? Doesn't that hurt their narrative that they're peaceful protesters? You know, these people and this. So pathetic because Uprise R.I., they posted some of my comments. Some of these people, he should, they were saying he Demetrius should be arrested instigating violence. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm saying that. Why are you going on the highway? That's number one. You, someone would have to go on the highway. And it would also have to be, I wasn't serious in nature. It was a joke. But they don't even know. What, when they say he should be arrested, arrested by who? I thought you want to defund the police. So the same people are saying, you know, you're instigating violence. You should be arrested by who? You people want to defund the police. The same people. The same. But this is how pathetic this group is. They caught, they march around saying, kill the cops. I tell one joke that if there's a Trump supporter happen to run over a protester on the highway, as preposterous as that is, they get upset over that and, and just they're, they're like blind to the fact, oh, that sounds like a violent statement. You know what's more violent? All summer long, marching around saying, blank the police and kill cops. I, I'm going to argue that I think that is more violent. In fact, I know it is. But the local media has a decision to make. The local decision, they were all upset. And then Channel 12 was saying, they, they threatened to scratch our camera. Scratch your camera. Gee, what a position to be in. Let's weigh this. Did you report that to the police? Channel 12, they threatened to scratch our scratch your camera. Okay, did you report it to the police? Let's see. They're threatening to kill the cops, but you're upset. They say kill the cops. You're upset because they threatened to scratch your camera. Not you. They threatened to scratch, scratch your camera. 
When are they going to start reporting them for exactly what they are? These are people that hate the country. They are degenerates. Their message is one. They were upset that I said that they were terrorizing and destroying Providence. But let's be very clear. They are destroying Providence. They are. They're destroying the urban core. You can destroy it through fear. You can. You know, and and we've seen this. It is terrorist activity. Terrorist activity is through fear that it could be random. De Blasio has allowed the criminals to destroy New York City where people are being afraid that they're going to be attacked in random crime. And they should be afraid. So, but Saturday was terrific. Saturday was, it was peaceful. That's what a peaceful protest looks like. And there were great people that came out. Now, I also want to address, I can't believe these people that are upset because I've never done this before. What time is it? 12.17. I've never done this before. <clears throat> but I saw through some of the Trump, Trump activities locally now over the past couple of weeks. I've seen a lot of new people. I see a lot of volunteers. I see people getting engaged in the process. And I think it's fantastic. I think it's great. I see, and they are warriors. They go out. They attract attention. And my message is very clear. There are people in the party, the Republican Party now, which, listen, of course I'm a supporter. The Democrat Party is one of corruption. It is. And the Democrat Party are all the progressives that want to destroy the state and destroy the country even more than they have. So, of course, I people ask, do you support the Republican Party? I, I support good versus evil. And that is the battle that we're in. But there is someone that holds a position in the Republican Party. And I see a president who is under attack. President Trump is under attack. I'm in touch with the campaign. Many of you know I had Don Jr. on just a week ago. Folks, they are working literally 24-7. The Trump campaign is working, and the president himself. Saturday, he had that great press conference with ACB, Amy Coney Barrett, who's going to be terrific on the Supreme Court. And then Saturday night, there he was in Pennsylvania, the president of the United States. Leaving it all on the field. You know, we don't know how this is going to turn out. They're obviously trying to take him down. They're obviously trying to take him down. But he is not going out without a fight. So I went to that tremendous Trump boat parade at Rocky Point. And I didn't have to go. It was on a Sunday. I'm glad I went. They had 3,000 people Cold State Park. 2,000 people Rocky Point. 1,000. Six thousand people came out for someone who wasn't a Democrat. There's no way you're going to get a Biden event like that. And I thought that was great. And there was someone on the National Committee, local no, local person. I didn't see them there. All right. They didn't go. Then Labor Day, there was the Trump flotilla at Rocky Point again. Packed. Wonderful. Great enthusiasm. Didn't see the person there either. Okay. Labor Day, holiday, maybe away for the long weekend. Could certainly say strike two, but we'll go with that. Benefit. But on Saturday, excuse me. Saturday was the Trump Rhode Island rep. There were people that drove two hours to go. Okay. I think it was Mark Twain that said, you know, a big part of life is just showing up. And I saw a lot of people show up. And there was a huge crowd there at the State House. When you add up all the people that were coming and calling, you had one thousand people at the Rhode Island State House on Saturday. And again, this person, local, pulls a no-show. I've I've had it. I can't be silent anymore. I see a president who's working 24-7. I want to see that type of effort with people that represent the National Committee. Because I am willing to bet, you know, how about when when you're a child, there are many kids, the way the parents get you to eat your salad and your carrots and your peas and everything is because then you get dessert. Can't just eat dessert. You know, in college football, Barry Switzer wrote a great book. He was a great college football coach for Oklahoma. He said, everyone wants to play on Saturday afternoon. Everybody, who wouldn't want to play? Right? Beautiful weather, crowds, 
filled with the state. Everyone wants to play on Saturday afternoon. The question is, are you willing to put in the work and effort June, July, August, and Monday through Friday in order to get to play Sunday, Saturday afternoon? That's college football now. So my point is, and, and a number of, no, Kathleen, she has a number of these Rhode Island Republicans. They're all upset. And they're putting, how can you attack this? How can you backstab? All I did, I put an irrefutable fact on the Facebook page. Oh, for three, strike three. What do you think? I don't have other things to do. I, I don't hold the position. And the people that were organizing it don't even hold the rank this person holds. Now, there are several people that are defending this person. Always an excuse. Always an excuse. Probably running the Trump phone bank at headquarters. Excuse me. The Trump phone bank at headquarters. The Trump people are at the blanking state house for one hour. Stop making excuses. You got to show up once in a while. All right? Because I am will I am telling you right now. Stop making excuses for them. If the president came to town, do you think this person would be there? Boom, front and center. You know, there's an old thing of the, the employee that's late. And the boss says to you, says to the person, I'll tell you what, tomorrow, every day this guy's late. Monday, it's supposed to be in at 8, 8.15. Tuesday, 8.20. <clears throat> Wednesday, 8.10. Boss says to him, finally, listen, tomorrow, you show up at 5 of 8, I will give you $10,000. Guy says, great. Next morning, boom, he's in at five of eight. Says, where's my 10000 The boss says, you don't get 10000 You get to keep your job. I just showed you you can be here on time. Be on time. Okay, if President Trump came to Rhode Island, these people would go. Of course they would. If Don Jr. came to Rhode Island, these people would go. If Mike Pence came to Rhode Island, they would. you can't just go for the dessert. You got to put in the work. And a big part of how the party is going to grow is you have to embrace the new blood. Okay, if you want to hold that position, you have to really decide, am I going to do this? Because you're not talking, this isn't Biden. Maybe this is someone with the wrong campaign. Showing up makes a huge difference. It does. You know, the Biden campaign, that would probably be fine. He's in the basement. But you're in the campaign for someone with an uphill battle who's going 24-7. And I can tell you, as someone that talks to the campaign, they ask me, how's the local campaign? And most of the time, leading up to this, I've been pretty complimentary. I have been. I sent them some pictures from Rocky Point. I sent them some video from some of the Facebook's lives that many of you know that I've gone. I have been. I've been supportive. But my patience... Is short because I don't see the effort. I see a lot of excuses. Okay, an event is not when eight people are part of the inside just get together for a lunch. Excuse me, that's not an event. <laughs> that's why the Republican Party would continue to lose. An event was the Trump boat parade at Rocky Point. Now that was an event. An event was Labor Day at Rocky Point. That's an event. An event was Saturday at the State House. Don't tell me you can't take 15 minutes to show up. I, it's falling on deaf ears. If the president ever knew, if the president ever know that he had a national person that could not even show up, I'm not even saying, like, stay for the full thing. I'm talking like the, you know, the quick in and out. Like you do sometimes, like with a family party to be polite. I'm talking about just like the basic, hey, I showed up, people saw me, I took a photo, and then I'm gone. That I get that. I'm talking about the no-show. So I see it 0 for 3. That's what I, I see it as strike 3. And again, someone posted, you know, John, I've never seen you. You're right. I. You know why? You're right. Because I've never said anything. But th- this is, we are in a war. I hate to break the news. We're in a war. This is wartime. What did they say to Tom Hagen? I'm not sure you're a wartime counselor. This is war. This isn't like the Garden Club. 
Okay, this isn't a book club. This is, do you think the president would have any patience for someone who never goes to his local event? I doubt it. And I guarantee you if those people, if he ever came to town, you know, and I did actually thank you. I, I, I haven't. I've never called them out. And it's very interesting. The people that are defending the person are the same people that don't show up at things. Listen, that's not an event. That's preaching to the choir. You're not moving the ball forward if you do that. If you get together with the same eight to ten people, well, we had a very successful event. No, you didn't. That's a waste. You're not gaining anything. You're speaking, preaching to the choir, talking to an echo chamber. There were live bodies there at the state house and very impressive people. I'm very enthusiastic with some of the people that I've seen. I didn't know these people before. Bobby and Keith and Laura, I like that. I love the enthusiasm. Now, they're doers. They're workers. They're activists. Those are people that the president would want to meet. Period. It's not a matter of going and all this other nonsense. It's out in the street. And especially the fact that it was in Providence. Because many of you that I know that are optimistic, that's right, Denise, he would say you're fired. You know, I'm telling you, they ask me, the Trump people ask me, and I'm bordering on just saying, let me tell you what's really going on. I got to admit, I've been protective. I have. I do talk to Don Jr. I've been, I have. I've held my tongue. I've I've held my tongue hopeful that these people would start to pull in full effort. That I don't see it. I don't. Now, I don't hold the position in the party. I'm not obligated to go, right? Um... But th- this is this is not an easy battle. And the reason Providence, folks, and again, good afternoon, everyone. It's John DePietro. It's twelve twenty-eight. The reason why Providence is, I, I don't. Providence is a problem. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. Many of you don't go there. Many of you don't spend any time there. Many of you stopped going, and I understand that. But I'm telling you right now, on this Monday with the debate tomorrow night, Providence is a problem. Many of you don't realize that, and you're going to find out on November 3rd or 4th. But Providence is a problem. The Providence voting list is a major problem. For those of you, you know, let's, let's really hash it out right now. And I'm going to tell you in just a moment. Because I, I think we do have people. You know, I don't come with, by the way, I was there. These people that are like, well, you know, she can't go to everything and... You know, well, why don't you, excuse me, I was, that's how I know she wasn't there, because I was there. Ridiculous. Killing the messenger. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by Henry Oil. Folks, make Henry Oil your oil company. 401-521-0200. Lock and cap pricing. Service contracts. Budget plans. Automatic delivery. Oil burner service and installation. Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Henry Oil. Do you, have, do you receive oil? Do you have an oil burner? If you do, call Henry Oil. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Or online at henryoil.com. Folks, the reason why Providence was so important is because what a lot of people, <clears throat> it is a problem, James. It is. Um, Provident, the Providence vote is a problem. Now, there are many people that are very hopeful. About, let me explain something. New Hampshire is in play. New Hampshire is a battleground state. I'm going to tell it to you. No one talks to you the way I'm going to tell you right now. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this Monday. <clears throat> someone someone even said, well, did you call? It? What, what am I supposed to call and ask someone? How come you're not showing up at events? I don't have a position of, of authority within the par- I don't have that. I'm just an observer. Right. I, I just I that's what I observe. But so many of you said, would President Trump come to Rhode Island? The, the difference between Rhode Island and New Hampshire. New Hampshire is a battleground state. The president goes to New Hampshire. The difference of the two states we're basically the same population. New Hampshire is a bigger state, but basic same population. Much better run state, by the way. But the difference between New Hampshire and Rhode Island is Providence. The Providence vote destroys Rhode Island. The pro- something 
he, if you if you take away anything I'm saying today, it's it goes beyond Alors's fault. Providence is the problem. Providence is killing the state. Now, many of you say, well, I don't live it. I, I get that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people moved out. But I'm telling you, Providence is destroying the state because the Democrat Party manipulates the voting rolls in Providence. If the voting rolls, hear me out, if the voting rolls in Providence could just be corrected, could be addressed, could be cleaned up, just to make it somewhat fair, it would change the state dramatically. There's the state of Rhode Island and then there's Providence. I'm telling you, it's like two completely different places, but they have too much power. The voters in Providence have far too much power, way too much power. They picked the governor. They picked the lieutenant governor. They picked the general treasurer. They picked the attorney general and they pick our two senators and they pick the president. The problem is the voter rolls in Providence. It's a major problem. If anyone really wanted to clean and change the state, if Providence didn't have that dominance, I'm telling you right now, I, I, I think you could make an argument that Alan Fung would be the governor right now. The Providence Democrats, they're all in on it. Cicilline started it. He started to perfect it. He's got the voting list. Now they all just get the voting list. And they're all out there. Now there's a big story today about ballot harvesting with that Rep. Omar. And that goes on big time in Rhode Island. Huge ballot harvesting. We talk about it with Ken Block. But many of you are going to be surprised because if Providence didn't dominate so much, (coughs) again, in 2016, President Trump got 15,000 votes in Providence. Hillary got 45. I, I Actually, I don't even think it got that. I think it got 8,000 votes. Right? I think it was 8,000. I have the numbers on DePetro.com. But uh, Hillary got 45,000 votes. And the president got like six or seven. That it, Providence gives the Democrat Party a 40,000 vote advantage. It's, it's just too high. It can't be. Listen to what I'm saying. It's a numbers game. It can't be. It can't be made up in other places. It can't. It doesn't matter. Even if you ran the table in Warwick and ran the table in Lincoln and ran the table in, you know, other large communities, Coventry, uh, that that 40,000 that they grab, which, by the way, is very questionable, to say the least. um, It's just such a. A difference that it's it's almost it, it is actually it's impossible for them to make it up. It's impossible for them to make it up, and and therefore that's why someone like Alorza feels that he could be the next governor because of Providence. So my point is that's why it's so important to do something and do it right when you do something at the Rhode Island State House. So again, folks, I'd like to. Um, you know, Charlie Lombardi's another one. I agree. I would have no problem. He's he's terrific. You know, in, in so many different ways, he's actually more of a Republican, the mayor of North Providence. He is certainly down with the progressives. The mayor of Johnson, Joe Policina, you know, those are two guys that are more in line with the president. But my point is, folks, listen, I like to be obviously very supportive. Those of you that follow the program, I have been. But like enough is enough. Okay, this this is a real battle that we're in right now. Um, Alorza, he feels that he that they feel what needs to be corrected is they feel that whoever wins the Democrat primary is the next governor, and I can't say that they're wrong, and that needs to change. I'm going to tell you about the ballot harvesting in just a moment, and folks, at the same time, now listen, we have to deal in reality. All right. I insist on dealing in reality. Uh, These stories that are coming out of the New York Times. I don't know if they're true. I don't know if they're not true. Um, I I, the, the news that has come out that has come out the past 24 hours. What I do know is that none of it is good for the campaign. Okay, you can't be an ostrich. You can't. Uh, I've met Brad Parscale. I feel terrible about I don't know what's happening where he 
you know, he was running the campaign. There's a picture of me with him at the New Hampshire rally back in February in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, he was running the campaign. I have a photo with him. He's a tall guy at the, the uh, Nashua rally back in February. Threatened suicide, 10 guns taken, apparently hit his wife and he was in, um, I don't even know why he was home in Fort Lauderdale. I would think he should be out on the campaign trail. But these stories about New York Times and the president's taxes and I, I, I don't know what to make of this other than it just adds more pressure to the president. And how much can one person put in Chris Wallace? Chris Wallace, to me, seems like someone that wouldn't mind going in for the kill. Chris Wallace seems to me like someone that wouldn't mind going in for the kill. It, it would be what you need to know. And I know many of you don't believe the polls that in a lot of the battleground states, they're reporting that the undecided voters, the number is actually very small. And that would be a very good thing for the president if the number is very small, because you're seeing right now the onslaught that is taking place. This is the media trying to do a complete takedown of this president. Um, this portion of John DePietro show, folks, you know, this is a great time of year if you're going to get some work done outside of your home. J. Perry Paving will always provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service if you need Residential, commercial, seal coating patios, J. Perry Paving. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. They're committed to staying on schedule. J. Perry Perry Paving offers free estimates for any project. Call them today, 732-1730. They have a great Facebook page, J. Perry Paving. I was wearing their shirt Saturday at the rally. 732-1730. 732-1730. 732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. They do such a fantastic job. Look at this. Um, I'm going to hold up on Facebook. Look how beautiful that driveway looks. By the way, asphalt paving, the snow melts it right off. So it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's affordable, smooth, and safe to drive on. Look what a difference j perry paving made for this home right here that could be your home do you have cracks in your in your driveway call j perry paving and again look at the beautiful job done this home right here he is just terrific j letter j j perry paving.com j perry paving.com and look for them on facebook it's j perry paving 732 1730 well folks good afternoon it's john DePietro, and i want to be um I want to go back again. I'm going to talk about the ballot harvesting. But just to, again, mention that this business that the the local media was all upset that the protesters kicked the camera of Channel 6. And the camera guys, again, I, he, he's terrific. I see him everywhere. I see him every week at the uh, Governor Mundo uh, press briefings and, and so forth. But they were all upset about that. But um, there is a little bit of a glare, folks. I'm still trying to get the eyes straightened out. I know that it looks a little bit like Godspell with uh, some of the lighting. So, um, But I'm doing the best I can, folks. It's not easy. If you saw the other night, protesters were then shining the light on me. That just irritates uh, my eyes even more. Very, very sensitive to light. Never mind when someone puts a, a light on you like that. Um, but these, these Trump events, they're also, in many ways, they're... I think they're to me they're like networking events. This is the base. You know, people are exchanging information. There is an army of people out there. And let's win some of these local races as well. I mean that's what it's really all about. But the um I also I, I was on Twitter because the, there's a story about the race, the Senate, state Senate race, and this Elena DeMario, she's running against Matt Mannix. And Doreen Costa for the Senate seat. They think it's District 36. And there's a Providence Journal story, but the reporter, Patrick Anderson, he mentions how defunding the police is a major issue in the race. But then he only asked the Republican candidate what their view is on it. Why wouldn't you put that the progressive candidate is in favor of defunding the police? Or as they put it... She puts it, let's reimagine policing. 
Well, this business of reimagining policing, I, I don't even you know, what, what exactly does that mean, reimagining policing? I think that's a bunch of bunch of nonsense listen you're talking about some very dangerous people and the progressives with this this whole attitude you even had charles barkley and Shaq coming out saying i i'd I'd slow down on this whole abolish the police and defund the police and but that rep omar i want to just i want you to understand this type of thing goes on all the time all the time in rhode island uh, Project Veritas exposed Elon Omar can a cash for votes ballot harvesting. Folks, th- what she's doing, that Rep Omar, remember the one that said in a 9-11 there were some people doing some things? And I apologize at the glare. I got to get that straight now. But anyhow, she um, ballot harvesting is what goes on in Rhode Island is they, they pay people to go out and collect ballots. And when they're collecting them, they don't even identify really that they're with the campaign. <clears throat> they explain expose how mass uh, voter fraud takes place in Minneapolis. They have a video on it. I'm going to play it. Mass voter fraud, um, and it features the ballot harvester. Listen to this. Numbers don't lie. You see, my car is full. All these absentee ballots. Can't you see them? We have 300 absentee ballots for Jamal Osmond. 300 absentee ballots for one person. Folks, what does that tell you? This type, just so you understand, that's why Nellie Gorbia is mailing out all these applications for mail ballots. That's why Nellie Gorbia is mailing out all these applications for absentee ballots. People are saying, it's a waste. Go vote in person. You should vote in person. But there's so much of this fraud that is going on in Rhode Island. And make no mistake about it. Listen to this. The investigation discovered three locations inside Ward 6, a ballot harvesting triangle, where they their illegal ballot harvesting operation. And who do they work out of? A seniors community and tower. Doesn't that sound familiar? Sounds a lot like what they do in Providence, in Pawtucket, in Woonsocket. Um... What they do is, and again, I'm going to, uh, I'll play some of the audio, but th- this is full-fledged ballot harvesting that, that they do. And this type of stuff goes on all the time in our state, all the time in our state. Keith here in downtown Minneapolis at the scene of the crime. The person you're about to meet, Liban Muhammad, a.k.a. King Liban. On one boasts about the hundreds of absentee ballots in his car. This video is one of the first of its kind. A man self-incriminating himself, bragging about all the illegal ballot harvesting that he does. Money is everything. Money is the key in this world. If you ain't got money, you shouldn't. You should not be here. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like is everything. Come in like about with that. You cannot campaign that. Can't campaign with $200. You gotta have an investment to campaign. You gotta have a fundraisers. You gotta have a lead. You gotta what they call the whole team. See, my car is full. He's absentee ballots. My car is full. Car is full. All of these are for Jamal Osmond. We got 300 ballots for Jamal Osmond. Yeah, these are winners and losers, right? Yep. Now, again, there's a big uh, Somali population in, in Minnesota where she's the rep. Uncle, the work is still going on. We started six this morning. It's still going. See, it's eight o'clock. Started at six, work until eight. Two in the morning. Still hustling. And he's got a, a pocket thing of. I think it was both Ilhan Omar and, 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 and Jamal, but I think he was more with Ilhan Omar. My name is Omar, O M A R, Jamal, J A M A L. I'm right now uh, 
the Ramsey County Sheriff's Office, uh, but also I'm the chair of the Somali Watchdog Group. A lot of Somali population. And uh, I have been involved in the community for the last 20 years. Omar Jamal is the latest brave Project Veritas insider to come forward and expose a voter fraud scheme in Minnesota that will shock you. Well, I wouldn't be part of this investigation because of... Uh, Folks, exactly the what they're exposing that is going on in Providence bring to the all the time. Everyone, all the time. Cicilline is an expert at this. About it. They do when we spoke with Omar Jamal, he actually repeated our PV insider motto, be brave. Do something about it. Omar Jamal secretly recorded conversations with the players involved in the voter fraud scheme to expose the criminal behavior, he says, is victimizing his own community and the integrity of the election process. Press for the ballot, be sent to your house, you fill it out, then send it. So they ballot harvest, yeah. And the ballot is taken away from the elderly, yeah, it's taken away from them. Uh, in a unique way. He just get them the way that everybody before him or even maybe even after him will do, which is go to the elders. Elderly. You know, probably maybe pay them and collect, you know, help, you know, to, the, to them. I'm here to help them. you with your ballot. So I think that's on in Providence, folks. This is how they win. From the seniors, from their buildings. Yep. There was video. You can see the video. There was the video out and about that he has the ballots in his car. Right. And talking about the only way you can win is with money. She uses money, and, and he's one of many people. He's not the only one who works for her. Uh, he was talking to uh, his opponents and other people. So, folks, again, I'm going to uh, share the link on that. That's Project Veritas. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro, and I want you to understand exactly what they're talking about is also why they <clears throat> exactly why they set up those boxes at the board of elections it it looks like a mailbox but it's painted differently and they say that's there so you can drop off your mail ballots but it's not designed for just the person who's going to be out of town and save you the postage stamp does that make any sense no it's designed for the people that harvest the ballots and by letting them put it in that their own mailbox at the Board of Elections on Branch Avenue in Providence, <clears throat> the reason they have it there is because otherwise, if you were to send it through the mail, it would constitute mail fraud, which is a federal offense. So that's why they set it up. All right, well, we don't want the charge of mail fraud, so we're going to set up a mailbox so then they can just drop it in the mailbox so then there's no charge of mail fraud. It is the Board of Elections is in on it. They know the video did come out this morning. They know that this type of ballot harvesting, this is what Ken Block and I have talked about. In Newport, there was a special election, and this person testified that she was paid. Let me do the math on it quickly. She made $4,000 for the summer. Um, hold on, folks. I have exactly. It was, uh, I think. She collected 200 votes. Yeah, she collected 200 votes and was paid $20 per vote. So she would go and get them like that. And then she would also ver- you know, verify it and so forth. So notarize it, excuse me. So she made $4,000, $20 a vote. Now, that was just one race in Newport. Uh, summer of 17, I believe. So $4,000, 200 votes, $20 a vote. With some of the Providence elections, there's so many votes that they get. They'll pay $15 a vote, $10 a vote. And the person will literally collect 1,000 votes and make $10,000. This goes on. Now, if you remember, the media didn't give the story. Do you remember Anthony Gemma exposed it? Anthony Gemma, who ran against Congressman Cicilline, he exposed the guy that was in the Toyota Camry. He had one, he had a trunk, he had 1,000 mail ballots in his trunk. 1,000 mail ballots in his trunk. And folks, what you need to know is in Providence, all of those ballots will say Biden on them. Because Nellie Gorbia She's promising the Biden people that she can help them win Rhode Island. Now, 
I know a lot of people get upset when I say, you know, Biden's favored to win Rhode Island. People think Trump can win the state. If, if the Providence rolls were cleaned up, it's a better shot. But there's just so much voter fraud. I think there should be more of a focus uh, put on that because it could make a difference if that was if that was put in. Folks, it's um, 1251. By the way, next hour, we have a special guest. We're going to talk about the nomination of the Supreme Court tomorrow night. We, we can only hope the best for the president. I um, president is really under the gun. And this, this is a full takedown. New York Times, everyone. This is a collective effort. This is a battle that is going on. And, and they're using everything. In, think of everything in the chamber they're using. They are threatening. If, here's, here's what's going on in the media. If they're saying, if you vote for the president, you're a racist. If you vote for the president, you're a white supremacist. If you vote for the president, we're going to have Black Lives Matter and the other groups. We're going to have them riot and burn your cities. If you vote for the president, we're going to have them come to the suburbs and destroy the suburbs. Um, and we want to do a mail ballot. We don't want you to go to the polls to vote. We're going to say it's not safe. So we want you to go to a mail ballot because we think that if you have to put in that you're writing for the president, that many of you will be afraid to do that. And then therefore you won't vote for him. They are trying everything in their power to try to stop this election. I, I've I know people say, like, I've never seen anything like it. I want to phrase it differently. I didn't realize the efforts that they would go to in order to do this. Other people have warned. Other people have warned and said, you, you can't even imagine what this is going to be like. But let, let's, let's put this in perspective. They've never gone this far to try to stop a president from being reelected or someone to win office. They are willing to cheat voter-wise. They're willing to have the New York Times, right, that they all follow the New York Times. You go on Channel 10's website, New York Times story. Channel 12 website, New York Times. They're all going for that, right? They find the outlet. It's not USA Today. It's not even the Washington Post. No, this was a job that they felt that the New York Times needed to accomplish. And CNN, they're running nonstop Trump stories on taxes, Trump stories on taxes. Doesn't even matter what the truth is. Remember, the, the first narrative that gets out there is the most important. The first narrative is that a white cop knelt and strangled George Floyd. Right? That's the story they want out. It doesn't matter that he had drugs in his system. He actually sadly died of a drug overdose. When he was in the car, he was saying he couldn't breathe. The man was in under duress. He was in... Um, He was in a very dangerous health situation is what he was in. Does it? Doesn't matter now. All that matters is the first narrative is that the white cop put his knee on and strangled him to death because that's what they want to go with. Doesn't matter at the end of the day, the president's taxes, right, wrong, indifferent. All that was under the Obama tax policy. All that matters is the first narrative that gets out there, right? Much like for the most part. Even though they set fires, were looting, committed vandalism, and burned a police car. But by and large, it was a peaceful protest, right? It's the ultimate. Other than that, how was the theater, Mrs. Lincoln, right? That's what it really comes down to. <coughs> Except for that incident in the plaza. Mrs. Kennedy, what were your impressions of Dallas? This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Scott and Alex, they want to help you save money. Call them 401-353-9300. 401-353-9300. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Located 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Now listen, let them help you save money. Whether it's for auto insurance, home, business, life insurance, A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, 1529 Middle Spring Avenue in North Providence. Call them at 401-353-9300. I'm going to give you the number again. I want you to just jot it down and think of this. There's a very good possibility that between your auto insurance that you have to have, home insurance on your home that you have to have, business or life insurance, I'm willing to bet that they could save you two to $300 a month. $200 a month. Now, do the math. 
It's like giving yourself a raise of $2,500 a year. You keep all the same insurance that you have. It's just they work with so many different companies. They're the experts. They will find a way to save you money. Call them for a free consultation. 401-353-9300. Located 1529 Myrtle Spring Avenue, North Providence. It's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Look for them on Facebook, and their website is aemazika.com. Folks, it's John DePietro on this uh, Monday, tomorrow night, Facebook Live alert. I will be doing a watch party for the debate tomorrow night on the Facebook page. If you haven't seen it, we all watch the debate together. It's very interactive. It's a lot of fun. A lot of times if you're watching it, you want to make a, a point and... Um, and then you want to hear what think what other people are doing. You get to watch the debate and then put your comments in real time. People that have been part of the watch parties that I've done with debates in the past, they love it. And it's fun. It's better than just sitting there or if you're with someone. You want to interact with other people as it's going on. You'll, uh, you'll really, really like it. Hey, I want to remind you also about Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Stop it and see them. Get everything you need for the debate. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Now, if you're having some people over to watch it or you want to get festive in the, you know, in the spirit of it, you can pick up some Trump chocolate donuts, uh, Trump cupcakes, Trump soda. They also have delicious calzone, sausage and peppers. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look for them on Facebook, located 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. And folks, as always, visit the website depetro.com d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com the official website of the independent man uh depetro.com brought to you by r-e coogan heating helpful trustworthy reliable uh 24-hour emergency service the coogan difference 732-6562 and he was out at that rally on saturday that was terrific when the back the blue supporters stopped the antifa protesters from coming into the state house now the police were there But what I liked was the back the blue. These were regular citizens that stood up to the protesters. These were just regular citizens that were there that said, you're not coming in here. You're going to incite a riot. We don't disturb your rallies. So don't come and try to start trouble in ours. And I, I don't like that they, I think they got a free pass. I think the media should have uh, reported that they were trying to crash and cause mayhem at the rally they did not but i i don't think they should have gotten a free pass i think they should have called them out on it and uh and said how it was unacceptable that these anti-police uh defund the police protesters were trying to crash a trump rally it's disgraceful now remember if you're ever in an accident did someone hit your car a lot of times over the weekend when these accidents seem to happen if anyone ever damages your vehicle i'll tell you who can fix it like new, West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. Call them. They'll handle everything. They'll uh, put you in a rental car. They'll handle all the paperwork, West Fountain Auto Body. Call them today, 401-272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. So, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on this Monday. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Tomorrow night is the big debate. We have another big hour to go. We'll bring you up to speed on all the other news of the day. And then we have a special guest about the Supreme Court nominee. You don't want to miss the Power Hour is next. Remember, you can tune in. It's radio AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Right now, it's 1 o'clock.